If you're looking for success in the vacation rental industry, Heather Bayer and the team at cottageblogger.com are here to show you that it's entirely within reach. Welcome to Vacation Rental Success, the show that features interviews with industry experts, successful vacation rental owners, and more, all geared toward helping you make it happen. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. Welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. This is your host, Heather Bayer, and I'm so happy to be here now that the festivities are over, the gifts have all been unwrapped, humongous quantities of food and drink have been consumed, and we're probably all sitting back now and just heaving a deep sigh of relief and looking forward to the new year. Uh, I certainly am, as if you listened to last week's episode when I talked about my seven activities that I was planning for 2018. I'm hard at work on getting those underway and just really enthusiastic about about a new year and all the opportunities that are presenting themselves. One thing I didn't mention was that the the Association of Vacation Rental Operators and Affiliates, that is Avroa, will be relaunched on New Year's Day, on January the 1st, Avroa 2.0 will be released. So what's this, you may ask, because you may have heard episodes that I've done before with Rod Fitz, who developed Avroa, or he had the initial concept of developing uh, an association for owners and property managers way back, about seven or eight years ago. Rod has worked tirelessly and with huge amounts, always huge amounts of enthusiasm at Avroa. Now, earlier this year, He met April Salter, who you may know is the founder of the Say No to VRBO group. Now, April and Annie Switzer, who is a moderator on the group, had also been talking about the need for some sort of association to bring all the owners together and give them a common voice. So when they did their research and came across Avroa and April got in touch with Rod Fitz, Together, they decided that there was no real benefit in reinventing the wheel here and that they could all go forward collectively with a new version of Avroa, convert it to a non-profit association and launch it with a ton of benefits to the community that it was going to serve. So today, I'm delighted to be talking to April Salter who not only is, as I just said, the founder of the Say No to VRBO group, she is a vacation rental owner herself, has a number of condos in Mexico Beach, Florida. Uh, She's also the owner of a very well-known PR company located in Tallahassee, where she works with, with the Florida state government and was, a number of years ago, appointed by President Bill Clinton to serve on the White House Conference on Tourism and Travel Leadership Team to develop environmentally friendly tourism strategies for the nation's hospitality industry. So not only does April have skills in PR, she has a huge understanding of tourism and travel. She's a vacation rental owner, and she is the chair of Avroa. So without further ado, let's move on over to my conversation with April Salter. Well, thank you so much for joining me, April. It's it's great to have you on the show. And you are you are calling in from um, 
one of I'm calling in from Tallahassee, Florida. I know one of my favorite places down there because I, like you, love the Panhandle. There is to, to me, you know, if you're going to Florida. Well, actually, I don't want to say if you go to Florida, that's where you should go, because that, <laughs> that, that is the whole joy of it, isn't it? it? Is that people don't know about it. Well, from a vacation rental owner standpoint, um, I would say I want them to know a little bit more about what we call the Forgotten Coast. Um, we also call it the Unforgettable Coast, because once you have seen the beaches of northwest Florida, you definitely want to return our sugar sand beaches um, and very family-friendly beaches are what really attract people to Northwest Florida. And um, we love that. We love having uh, having a place that is kind of old Florida. And um, the Mexico Beach, which is where I have my condominiums and my rental business, uh, is really about that stepping back in time and really enjoying um, Florida as it used to be. So we don't have high-rise condos. Um, the tallest uh, condo is four stories by um, zoning. And so we, we are working on capturing that charm of old Florida and keeping it uh, for as long as possible so that our guests can enjoy that for many years to come. So it is a it's we call it the forgotten coast, but it truly is an unforgettable coast. Yeah, I have a particular fondness for it. We've um, we've actually stayed in Mexico Beach in, in the RV in, in the uh in the RV park that's just yeah just about a kilometer off off the beach um and then Fort St. Joe and and then moving on down the coast I'll be spending my my February in Carabel Beach oh beautiful that's a great area yeah so and, and one of the benefits of down there is that there's dog friendly beaches yes we have we have a, a number of dog friendly beaches all around our area um, and dog-friendly towns where they're leaving out, you know, they have little treats for the puppies and water ball, bowls for them and um, a really welcoming environment. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it, it's lovely. And, of course, the pet, that, that pet-friendly uh, niche is, is such a popular one. So tell me a little bit about your, your um, when you got into the vacation rental business and, you know, what, what started you in it? Well, you know, I grew up around the water. I lived in Bermuda and Key West growing up and then in, in Miami area uh, for high school. So I've always loved being at the beach and around the beach. And I had never been to this tiny little town called Mexico Beach until I was uh, probably in my 30s. And the moment I stepped foot on the beach, I was just captivated by it because um, it really reminded me of old Florida. And after spending a couple of um, summer vacations there, um, the last of which it poured down rain for an entire week while my kids were young, I said, you know what, I am not going to rely on a one-week vacation. I'm going to buy a rental property so I can come and make sure that if the weather isn't good that week, I can come with my kids the next week. So that's what, um, that's what got me into the business. Um, I bought uh, one home, and then um, during the recession, when prices went down dramatically, um, I bought my first true vacation rental, um, and then I bought another, and then I bought another, and then I convinced my sister to buy one with me, and then I convinced my business partner to buy one with me, and then I convinced um, one of my best friends to buy one with me. So before long, 
we we look around and we realize we have eight vacation rentals now and we we market them under vacationmexicobeach.com. Um, we have a Facebook page and uh, website and really enjoy the vacation rental industry. Um, to me, the the pleasure of being able to provide families with lifelong memories and making sure that they have everything that they need to just relax and enjoy themselves. That's what, um, that's what I really enjoy about it. That's the payoff. Yeah. It's a, and it's a wonderful payoff and hearing you talking about buying one and then buying another and somebody else coming in it, uh, it's the story that I hear from so many people that, you know, <laughs> what, you know, once, once you have one, you've just got to have another. It's a bit, it's a bit like, they talk about when um, monosodium glutamate and Chinese meals. Once you've had one, you've got to go have another one. <laughs> that may be a really good analogy. <laughs> Maybe not so good for your health, but uh, it tastes good. Yeah, I think it, uh, it 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 becomes a bug, doesn't it? That um, yes. And I, I I did it. I came over to Canada and bought one, and then before I knew it, I had six. So yeah. Although yeah. I'm I'm doing. You know, I've done what a lot of people have done. Um, and I, I was reading on the Say No to VRBO Facebook group this morning. It's always sad to see the posts that people are writing to say, I'm getting out of this business now. I'm selling up. You know, I had yeah. six properties and now I'm selling them all. So that's something we'll, we'll, we'll come on perhaps to talk about um, in, in a moment. But you, you say you've got your, your, you've got your own website, vacationmexicobeach.com. Where else do you advertise? Um, so I do. I really work Facebook pretty hard. I have a, a Facebook page called VacationMexicoBeach.com, and then on the advice of some others in our Say No to VRBO Facebook group, um, I started a uh, Mexico Beach Vacation Rental by Owner um, Facebook group, and I'm working. I've been working for the last couple of months on trying to build that up. Um, so that it can be a place where anybody looking for a rental in Mexico Beach can come and see my properties, but see other properties as well, um, without having to go to VRBO or um, Airbnb. So, so are you on um, HomeAway, VRBO, Airbnb? I am on. I am on VRBO HomeAway, and um, I get right now. I probably get about half of my. Um, my rentals from there. Um, what I, the way I look at it is, um, VRBO is bringing me traffic and first time renters. Once they've rented in, in one of my properties, it's my job to make them return renters. So that's where I focus my marketing is really keeping those repeat guests happy and, um, offering special things for them and just, just making sure that, um, once they say, I loved it. I can't wait to come back. That they always come back to vacationmexicobeach.com. So, so how do you do the the remarketing? Because now you're not getting the um, information on the guests, and are you getting that information before they get to the property? Are you able to um, well, email them well, and contact them beforehand? I uh, I work hard to establish that relationship with each guest because I. I want them to understand that this is our home, that even though we have multiple homes, um, it is our home and, and we really want it to be something that's very enjoyable to them. So I think that establishing that personal relationship is, is critical for long-term success. Um, the guests that we have who I don't really have a lot of interaction with, 
who don't uh, write a review or don't contact me, um, they tend not to come back. So the more that I can build that relationship with the person and, and let them know about other other properties, the more likely they are to come back. But, you know, we do everything from, you know, having business cards in all of the properties, um, providing them information about how they can book direct, offering return renter discounts. We do email marketing to our past guests. Um, it, just a lot of things like that. Sometimes we'll do special giveaways or, um, you know, we, we just try to really treat our guests well and treat them as individual people and not just a business arrangement. Um, and I think that makes a difference. Yeah, and it's clear you really work at it, and I, I think that's an that's an important thing to to make so clear to people that are new coming into the business um, for the first time is that it, it's it's no longer it's, it's like the old point and shoot camera, um, you know. It, there's more to it than yes. than that. If you know, you could take a point and shoot camera and take a mediocre photograph, but if you want something amazing then you need to learn a bit more about photography. So I think it's a, the same thing with, with this business. You, I suppose you can still post a listing on VRBO and hope that they will come, but it's a lot less guaranteed than it used to be. Absolutely. And, you know, if you want people to come back time and again, you really have to um, use everything in your arsenal because otherwise they'll drift off into other pro properties or um, go to other locations because as you know now people searching for Mexico Beach they're getting fed not just Mexico Beach they're getting fed Apalachicola they're getting fed St. George Island they're getting fed uh, Panama City Destin etc and so you know it's not just what they what they may put in their search bar and so it's up to us to really build that relationship and and it's something that i truly enjoy and frankly my sister who manages several of the properties for us um she's she's even a better salesperson than i am because she couldn't be any nicer <laughs> so people often ask for sherry even on properties that i manage so 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 <laughs> we always get a lot of that so you say she manages them is she actually on on the site is she in mexico beach no, she's actually in Memphis, Tennessee, but um, her her schedule is not as um, tight as mine is since I, I own a public relations firm uh, here in Tallahassee and uh, have a lot of other things going on. But, you know, we, we each, I, I manage five of the properties and she manages three of them, mm -hmm. but we kind of back each other up as needed. Yeah, keeps you busy, though. It um, definitely keeps me busy. So, so you mentioned that, um, you know, now there's... But when you show up in search, you're you're competing against properties in a much wider area. So that's just one of the changes that's been impacting um, owners recently or in the last year or so. What other changes um, have been really impactful for your business? You know, the sort of changes that um, that have come out from from HomeAway um, and Airbnb. Well, it certainly seems that every day is a new day with, um, with HomeAway and VRBO. Um, you know, I, I look at my inbox or my Facebook feed in fear um, every morning to see what new change may be wrought on us. Um, but, you know, the biggest change, obviously, was the addition of the service fee because um, my market is, a, is very much a family-centered market. Um, they are people who are on tight budgets who have small children, they're trying to eke out a vacation. Um, you know, they are not 
um, a high-end market like you would see in 30A, you know, Destin Seaside area. They are coming from Tennessee. Um, they're coming from Kentucky. They're coming from um, Illinois. And they don't have a big budget to work with. So when the service fee came on board, that meant that uh, that budget just got smaller for all of our guests. And you know, they can say it's a fee on the traveler, but at the end of the day, the traveler only has so much disposable income. And so it's it ends up coming out of our pocket, which is why uh, we decided to go ahead and go independent and create our own website and, um, you know, really push on the Facebook and, and working on the email marketing. So, And um, was that the reason that you kicked off the face, your, your own Facebook group, the Say No to VRBO group? Um. Anger, um, surprise, shock, dismay, um, all of those were the reasons I started the Say No group. Um, I was literally sitting in one of my vacation rentals, having worked all weekend long, um, trying to fix it up, and I got a, a inquiry. Um, I looked at the quote, and I said, what is this service fee that's just $180 that had been added to a rental quote? And I just couldn't believe it and started doing some looking around and realized that this was something new um, and that was going to have a big effect on um, on our business, on all vacation rental businesses. And I didn't have a network of vacation rental owners I could turn to to talk to about it. And so sitting there that day, I created the Say No to, to VRBO uh, Facebook group. And it was just amazing because within uh, by the end of the weekend we had about 80 people who had just found us and that number just started growing and growing um we had a lot of people um and who were in the group like annie switzer and ivan arnold and um others who were very upset even more upset than i was and Together, we began to really promote the, the Say No page and try to create it into something that could be a useful forum. Um, and for for that purpose, it, it serves us very well. And I note um, from just, just looking at it now, 4,622 4, members now. Incredible. <laughs> it's just incredible to me that um, the and. and and the number is just growing. The more that VRBO turns the screws on the owners and managers, the more members we get. Um, last, it, here it is, um, it's mid-December, and VRBO has just announced this uh, property management uh, change-up. And the number of property managers who are now seeking to join Say No to VRBO uh, is I mean, it's, we had 50 people yesterday. We don't even, you know, as moderators and administrators, we, we do vet every single person. But for the last few days, it's been all property managers from all over the world, actually. So it's, um, they they help build membership, that's for sure. Yeah, and it, it, it's, it's hardly surprising. You know, I've, I'm, as a property manager myself, I'm a member of the VRMA and go to all the VRMA conferences. And there is, apart from, you, know, you have the one issue on one hand is that the OTAs are there, major sponsors of VRMA, but the, the undercurrent is of dissatisfaction right across the board. And, and that, yeah. that, that, 
Do you know it would be great if there was a VRMA conference this week after the uh, the emails that went out last week? I think that would be um, quite quite something else. Amy Highnote published a, an article which I'll put in the show notes um, okay. about that impact that that's having on property managers, and it's it's going to be an interesting year, 2018. That's for sure. it's you know I, I'm in in the public relations and advertising uh, field. And I have never seen a company that had such great brand value that the customers loved, the owners loved, the, the guests loved it. And so quickly, they have just destroyed their brand equity with, with their key customers. So it's, it's really unfortunate. Um, you know, I understand that they're in the business to make money. But to me, um, they, they're, losing, they're losing quite a lot. And they're causing disruption in the industry that at the end of the day, who knows where it's going to wind up. They may be a winner and they may be a big loser. Well, we, sh- we shall see how it goes. Um, one thing I, you know, I really want to focus on is, is the launch of Avroa, the Association of Vacation Rental Operators and Affiliates. Now, I've, been, um, I've known Rod Fitz, who came up with this idea many years ago, and, and it was initially the American Vacation Rental Owners Association, um, which morphed into a wider organization to encompass the whole, all of the world and not just the U.S. Um, and I know Rod has worked tirelessly at this for so many years. And there's been several iterations of it and lots of people got involved. Sort of sat on the sidelines and watched it all going on, realizing that there is such a need for a trade association for all these vacation rental owners that are out there. We can all go onto Facebook groups and, and voice our opinion, but to actually have an association we could join that gives us a real voice. It, makes, it, it gives muscle to David Yes. in the fight with Goliath. You are the chair of Avroa 2.0, which is the, <laughs> the, the new nonprofit uh, Association for Vacation Rental Owners and Managers. Tell us about how you got involved with it, April. Well, you know, after having um, the Facebook page for about, I don't know, eight months, 10 months, I really was concerned that there was a lot of anger being expressed, but it was not really directed, that we didn't have a way to make our voices heard. Even in the media, we could speak as individual owners, but we really couldn't speak uh, on behalf of owners um, through an association the way a typical association would do. And I, um, in my business, I work with a lot of associations and, and do advocacy work on their behalf. So I started searching for um, a vacation rental owner association, and I found Avrilla, but um, I, I was confused about the for-profit status of it. Um, and so I just sort of passed it by and began thinking about creating a new association. Um, and somehow, I don't even remember how, Rod and I connected. And I realized that what he had was a gem in the making. He just needed some, some muscle to help pull, that, pull it off. And so we began a, a long series of discussions, and he is, you are correct, he is just an amazing person who has truly devoted himself to this uh, industry. And I think with this restructuring, 
um, we are going to help uh, the association uh, really achieve the vision that he had initially. Um, to me, the advocacy piece, the education piece is critical because I really believe that vacation rental owners in this day and time need a voice. We need a voice uh, with the OTAs to, to speak out on behalf of our members. Um, we need a voice in the larger guest community so that guests understand how important it is um, to book directly with owners and they understand how the industry works uh, and have confidence in the industry and in the rentals that they are um, using their precious dollars to, to book. Um, we need a voice in the media when important issues are facing the vacation rental industry and the tourism industry, you know, even larger. Um, the public really needs needs to understand the perspective of vacation rental owners because we're a very important part of their lives. I mean, we are the ones who are making sure that they do have that memorable family vacation. And um, if they if people throw their hands up and walk away from the industry, who knows what what is left for them? Because people more and more are booking these. Uh, vacation rentals. We're seeing that trend that people want that. They want that personalized experience. And, um, you know, so they need to hear our voice. And I think that the what we're seeing today, even more so than in the past years, is a need to have our, our voices heard in town halls and in legislatures, because there are lots of um, rules, laws that are being considered all over the country in small towns and in big towns that that could negatively or positively affect the vacation rental industry. And we as owners have a perspective and, and, you know, our managers as well. So it's time that we have a voice that can be united. Um, And, you know, frankly, there are, there will be times that, we are adamantly opposed to the positions of the OTAs, and there will be times that we are working hand in glove with them because our uh, our interests are aligned, um, and that's what you see in legislation. This year in Florida, um, we have a Senate uh, committee very interested in taking up the uh, the um, the idea of regulating vacation rentals, putting more requirements on them. And Florida is clearly one of the largest vacation rental markets in the country. So what happens here is is very, very important. And by having a strong advocacy uh, arm, I think we will be able to help influence that. Um, That being said, those are, that's a lot of work that needs to occur in a short period of time. So um, we have had a small group working for the past probably eight months to try to transition to a new organization. Um, there, we're all, none of us are, are being paid. We have no paid staff to get this done. So we're all doing it in, in between our other jobs and trying to move as quickly as we can. But I'm very encouraged by the, um, the interest that vacation rental owners and managers have had in seeing this organization be lifted up. I believe that 2018 is going to be our ramp up year and 2019, we are going to be firing on all cylinders. So um, January 1 is our, is our launch date. 
we're going to be we've been working on getting the website updated so we can so we can take um, dues and so forth. We're asking that people who believe in in this concept help us by becoming founding members of the association. Um, the the dues for that are five hundred dollars. Their commitment is five hundred dollars a year for three years, and then the the regular Avro dues are one hundred and sixty nine dollars for twenty eighteen. Our goal is to have two hundred two hundred to two hundred and fifty members, which I think is very doable. And if we're able to do that, then we will be able to hire a professional staff who can help us take the association to the next level. Um, because we, we know as volunteers that we only have so much time and we need a professional staff to really um, take us where we need to go. So I, I'm very excited. I'm excited to be working with Rod, who spent so many hours of his life um, and spends hours every week on, on uh, bringing Avro 2.0 to life. Um, and also to the many other board members who are getting more and more engaged, to you, Heather, um, taking on what is a very large task, which is trying to provide educational offerings um, to Avro members. Um, there's a lot to be done. We need a lot of help. Uh, we need financial support and we need moral support <laughs> and encouragement <laughs> as we go through this because um, there's many things that need to be done and um, you know, we're trying to trying to do it as quickly as possible. Yeah, and I, you know, I'll just go back to the the meeting we had in in Chicago in um, September. I'm so sorry you weren't able to make that <laughs> in person. <laughs> that was the weirdest the, thing ever. Just just a, a little hurricane got in the way. <laughs> yeah, well, I was having evacuees were were arriving at my house as I was preparing to take a flight to Chicago, and I wasn't sure I'd be able to get back in. So. Unfortunately, I had to chair the meeting from the study of my home, but thank God for technology. <laughs> but it, it was it was such a vibrant meeting, and everybody that was there was just so um, so positive and switched on to the, the the concept of what this was going to do and where it was going to take us. And I'm really excited. We're at that you know we're at that launch stage now. Yes. You know, as far as education is concerned, you know what one, th and I'll, I'll I'll just give my two cents here on one of the benefits of of, of joining Avroa. One of the things that I've seen, I see every single day, and it comes into my inbox, and it's yet another course or book with the title, you know, you can make a hundred thousand dollars on your Airbnb or your VRBO by signing up to my course. And, right. then you, and then you look in the background and it's some guy who's, I hate to say it's a millennial, but it generally is some young person that's been involved in an Airbnb for the last six months and has seen that there are benefits with it. And, uh, yeah. but, they've, but they've, they've, they've also done the course in digital marketing. Right. So it's, it's easier to make money by asking people to pay for a course that's going to offer the earth. Now, what we're doing at, uh, at in, with the Education Committee at Avroa is to evaluate what's out there. And we're, while we're not writing courses ourselves, I mean, maybe that's something that comes in the future, what we're doing is evaluating the, the resources, the tools, the education materials that are on offer and, and showing on the site what we believe to be the most valuable. So if you're thinking of parting with money, if you go to those resources, 
we've, yeah. we've talked to the people who've used them and, and, and we feel that, that those are, that they're worthy of an Avroa endorsement. So that, that's how we're starting with that. We're going to be looking at books and, um, uh, and other tools that are available. But the other thing that we're working on at the moment is a series of webinars that will be kicking off in January. And it'll be a monthly webinar. Um, hopefully by the end of, no, by mid-January, mid we will have the full list of, uh, of proposed webinars up on the website so people can go and check them out. So that's, that's just a small part of the work we're, we're doing at the moment. And what we, what we want to make sure is that, uh, that anybody who is looking for an educational resource, who wants some training in something, is going to get the, the best recommendations and, uh, and endorsement. So that's what, that's what we're doing. Well, that's that's very exciting, Heather, and, and so much appreciated, and, and you're so right. Um, you know, time is so precious that when you spend it, you want to make sure at the end that you feel that you've really gotten your, your time's worth as well as your money's worth. So um, I think that those resources are incredibly important. And, you know, what I hear from, from folks that they're looking for everything from you know, how do I get my, how do I set up a website? How do I do email marketing? You know, what can you help me do? Can we work in small groups? You know, there's, there's many, many ideas out there. And I think over the next, you know, two to three years, we're going to be figuring a lot of this out and, and figuring out what our members value the most. Um, so I just look forward to hearing from people about, uh, their ideas and suggestions for what would be most helpful for them, and then gradually building out our advocacy uh, platform so that we are giving people the tools that they need to fight uh, local initiatives when they pop up or to, to help shape them in a positive direction for um, all vacation rental owners and guests. So it's an exciting time, I think, um, for us, and I just look forward to um, meeting more of the, the owners and the managers and really helping them to, to achieve their business goals. Can you tell us um, anything about the listing site that was originally was on the original Avroa? And because I know that people are going to be asking that question, um, because originally I think Rod had this idea that that, that would be more of a listing site component. Yeah, and we have um, we've been working hard trying to figure out the appropriate role for a listing site uh, within Avro because um, I think in the past people joined the association thinking um, you know that they were going to get uh, rentals from the listing site and you know quite honestly we don't have and Rod did not have the millions of dollars necessary to really promote that site and to get the SEO that would have it pop up in people's feeds and so i think there was a lot of confusion about um, what what to expect and as a result we had a lot of membership churn where people would join one year say well i never really got an inquiry so i'm not going to re up my membership and that's not good for any association so um, what we're trying to do is, first, you know, first and foremost, focus on the value adds that we can give the, similar to a traditional association. And for the listing site, that's going, those people who are currently listed will be spun off into another site. Um, and we will be turning our focus to creating um, a, a directory for people who want to, um, to 
uh, advertise their site or want to find vacation properties in a particular location, whether it's the Smoky Mountains or it's um, Northwest Florida beaches or whatever it is. So, um, you know, that that committee is working very hard. They have a lot of good ideas and they have really great people working on it. Um, so stay tuned on that one. Um, you know, obviously, the more that we can we can grow that we, we want to do that. Um, but we want to keep in mind the most important goals for the association are really education and advocacy. Um, we also have a committee that is working to provide member discounts um, uh, for important products that vacation rental owners use. For example, insurance. Um, it's very difficult to get the proper insurance for a vacation rental um, home. And many people think that they are covered and actually they're not fully covered. Um, and or they have trouble getting insurance because people don't want to uh, insure a vacation rental property. So um, it's things like that that we think will be helpful. It may be other kinds of member discounts, um, but those, the, we're looking first at at some of the those big ticket um, purchases that people make that that are very important to them um, at, that are really fundamental to the work that they do. Let's just just recap on the founders um, membership and individual annual membership. What were those uh, What were those fees? Again? Okay, so as of January one, we'll be launching Avro. Uh, we call it Avro two and this will be um, a nonprofit association we membership is 169 dollars and those are individual membership not corporate memberships um, we welcome vacation rental owners and property managers and others associated with the vacation rental industry um, we will not be um, uh, offering major sponsorships or things like that to the otas um, because of uh, we feel like there's enough space in the marketplace for that, but probably not in our association. Um, we look forward to having a founder circle group. That's a five hundred dollar uh, membership, and then the regular membership is one hundred and sixty nine dollars. So far, we have um, we have six founding members, um, and we are hoping that we will have at least twenty um, by the end of January. So. We're excited about that, and we're we're just excited to begin to to make offerings to our members, and you know, just ask that people understand that we are a startup. We've got a lot of plates we're turning in the air, and we're trying to make sure that everything gets done properly, and um, that we can get a, a professional association management firm in place, um, hopefully by the end of the first quarter of 2018. Well, I know that you've you've been spending countless hours on this, April. You really have, you know, put in such a huge amount of effort and enthusiasm. And and I know, I mean, I spoke to Rod recently, and and he said he, he said that you know without you, this this would not have gone anywhere near where it is now. So so kudos to you for for getting involved. I think the whole community of vacation rental. Uh, owners and managers should be you know, should should be thanking you for taking <laughs> taking the helm. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I'm. It's really a, a pleasure, and I've I've met so many wonderful people. Um, among them, Rod Fitz, who is my um, yeah probably the person I talk to um, the most, second only to my husband. So. <laughs> 
he, we, he calls me, texts me, we're, we're on the phone together a lot and we're working through a lot of issues. So he, he's really, his title is vice chair, but he's really more of my co-chair uh, because he knows the history and he knows how to make things uh, happen from the vacation rental side. And I know a lot about um, associations and the business side of things. And, and just, you know, just a word as well about all the other people that are involved. You know, I know in, in Chicago, you, you came in on, on the screen from Tallahassee, but we had people coming in from, from Europe as well. It, it's not just the U.S. It's, it's, it's a worldwide organization and it's going to benefit anybody in the industry around the world. Absolutely. And we, we, you know, we welcome people to join us on our, on our mission here to um, educate and create a stronger voice for vacation rental owners and managers. And I, I firmly believe that that $169 a year is, is just a spec, really, in what certainly what, what property managers are spending in their budgets. So maybe a little, you know, a little bit more of a stretch for some um, vacation rental owners who may be struggling to to get their bookings these days. But I think if you look at it um, from the perspective that the association is going to be fighting for you to get more reservations, more bookings, more people into your property, then it really, really makes it worthwhile. Absolutely. I think it's a, you know, we struggled with what the membership fee should be, but we wanted to keep it reasonable for small members and also offer the opportunity for other people to, um, you know, vote with their feet and with their, with their wallet and, and become founding, founding circle members. So um, hopefully we've threaded that needle and we'll have um, a, a good core of people. I'd love to just be surprised and see at the end of the first quarter that we have 400 members and we're able then to do so many things on behalf of our members. So, you know, that's really, that's really the goal. We know there's hundreds of thousands of vacation rental owners and, and many thousands of property managers. So we definitely feel like we can do this, but we, we need everyone's help. Well, that's perfect. And thank you so much for, for joining me today, April, and talking about all this. Um, I think, you know, um, 400 members, that's only 10% of the Say No to VRBO group. I know we can do this. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about it. And um, I've been waiting for just a couple of technical things to get resolved before we really begin to promote it. But um, in, in January and then in February, we'll have some, some very fun and interesting things to announce and really looking forward to sharing all that. Well, thank you very much. I, I know I'm going to be in touch with you um, over, over the course of the next few months um, in board meetings. And, and it's, it's an absolute pleasure to, to have had the opportunity to talk to you today. Great. Thank you so much, Heather. Thank you, April Salter, chair of Avroa. So recapping once again, go to www.avroa.org and, and check, out, check it out. We're, we're still working on the website. I'm still working on the education area of the website. And we'll be continuing to add you know, new recommended courses um, and resources. And then think about, no, don't, don't think about it. 
go ahead and join Avroa. Make it a gift to, to you, your vacation rental, your vacation rental company, your independent business, whatever type of owner or manager you are, make the membership a gift to you this year. Because I guarantee you that that $169 is going to go a long way and you're becoming part of a, of a growing community of very active vacation rental owners who are so interested and committed to, to gaining some independence and having a say again, having a voice in what's happening in this industry. And, and you know, the things that have been happening in 2017 are going to continue on steroids in 2018. As the competition grows between Airbnb and HomeAway and VRBO and Booking.com, Priceline, etc., then they're going to continue to come out with more and more ways to increase their bottom line. And so often, as we know, that is at the expense of the guests and it's at the expense of their other client group, the owners. So the louder that Avroa can get their voice, the more impact the association is going to make. So remember that everybody involved in Avroa is a volunteer. None of us are getting paid to do this. We just feel the passion. We feel the passion for the industry. We want it to be as strong as ever and not get swallowed up by behemoth companies, by these enormous companies. So make your voice heard. Go to avroa.org and join us. We would love to have you on board as members of the association. So I, as you can tell, I have huge passion for this, um, not only because I think the world of Rod Fitz and I think I am so happy that his efforts over the last seven or eight years are finally being felt by, by us all. I said I wanted, to, you know, I wanted to thank April for all the work she's done. But equally, I want to make a huge shout out to Rod Fitz for being not only an amazing person, but for tirelessly working on all our behalf. Okay, I'm exhausted now, you know, get sort of passionate about something like that. And it, you know, it is quite tiring. So I'm ready for, oh gosh, I'm ready for a cup of tea and an episode of The Crown. I'm going to get back to my British roots um, for the rest of my afternoon. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, as ever, if you've got any comment to make, I'd love to see it on the, uh, on the show notes. I'd love for you to email me directly at heather at cottageblogger.com. Um, those of you who've been writing to me recently, I'm getting so much better at responding. Um, so if you, if you have sent me an email in the past and have not had a response, do you want to just send it again? Because it's, it was one of my resolutions for 2018 that I respond within 24 hours to every email that comes into me. So let's see how that works. I'm sure it is, it, it is going to be better because I'm, I'm committing to this. So if you've got any questions, if you want, if you want to um, make any suggestions on how we can make this podcast better, I'd love to hear from you. 
heather at cottageblogger.com. Right, that's it for another week. I have so enjoyed being with you and we'll be with you again in a week's time. This episode of Vacation Rental Success is over, but don't worry, Heather will be back soon. Want more great resources? Visit cottageblogger.com for tips, tricks, downloads, and strategies to help you achieve profit from your vacation rental business.